What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? One's a... <laughs> What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? One weighs a ton and the other's a little lighter. <laughs> This is Deserter. The podcast that says, slow down, you move too fast. Don't you rush your brick fast. Yeah, and get on with feeling groovy, isn't it? Today on the show, Father's Days, birthdays, naps and chill-outs. Donkeys and crisps, but not donkey crisps. Donkey-flavoured crisps? No, 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 that's illegal. I want those. And it will make you a little horse. And we've got a new section, haven't we? Desert... Desert Island Crisps. I nearly called it Deserter Island Crisps. Deserter, yeah. I'm like you, you wanted me to call it that, yeah. didn't you? I could feel it in your mind. Desert Island Crisps, where we ask uh, leading snacks, guests yeah. what snacks they would take to a desert island. Yeah. Uh, plus, they're allowed one pub and one pint. Yeah. And uh, we'll be starting it off with our crisp correspondents, Ned and Goose. Yeah, Who better to start it with? Absolutely. Moving on to celebrities next month, uh, Kate Blanchett's on, is that right? Yeah, and Steve Coogan. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, amazing. So, uh, first of all, we better get a pint in, right? That's right, yes. Where are we heading? So, well, this is a tricky one, because the plan is to go to a pub on the borders of Borough and the Elephant, mm -hmm. which has recently been closed yes. and reopened. Yes, so we have mentioned it, uh, perhaps in both of the last two episodes, the fact it was closing and the fact it's reopened, yeah. but we thought we'd check it out. Um, is, that all, is that all we need to know? It's on the borders of Borough and the Elephant. Uh, it's, yeah, uh, was a Fuller's pub? Was a Fuller's pub, now a true pub company pub, I think it's their first pub in South London, so we are going to judge them. Yes. Kindly on it. Yes. Uh, for one pint, where are we going? So, Vinny, we've got to we've got to come clean first, haven't we? For, um, before we reveal the pub, uh, we need to point out that this section uh, didn't record uh, when when we were doing it yesterday, so we're having to redo it. Yes, the it was the finest five minutes uh, in our podcasting careers. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah, and it's Gunt. now lost to humanity. Yeah. I mean, who, who would who would buy it really? Um, anyway, there we are. So um, where we did end up yesterday, and we'll be back there uh, shortly <laughs> for the bits that did record. Yeah, um, was the ship on uh, Borough Borders with Elephant. Yes, you'll be able to tell when we're there because there's a right racket. Right old racket, which does, which does quieten down. Um, and uh, you had a pint of Rodeo and I had a pint of London Pride and we were very taken with it. it was a, Beautiful inside, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and they've really uh, gone to town on the garden, which was a little Spartan before, wasn't it? It was. So, Rodeo, what the fuck have you been up to? Well. Uh, where to start really we had a very busy month at the Shirkers yes. uh, as par partly you know um, 
we uh, had Pippa's Elegist Collective, which I, I think you attended because I remember you told me it was an evening full of brilliant, beautiful young things and you and Pompey. Yeah, that's a fair description. <laughs> I had another exceptional open mic night. We actually had the St Pauli London AGM as well, the Supporters mm. Club of San Pauli. Yeah, yeah. And of course, our first birthday weekend, the Sherpas yes. was one. Incredibly. I can't believe it. No. My no. baby yeah. is one. <laughs> You know, I feel like I haven't worked a day that there, let alone a year. But that's for me, it's because it's, it, it, it's not work, it's pleasure. Yes, yes, of course, yes, yes. Um, well, we did our own beers for it, as you know. We had the Rocker Pale Ale with Dog's very Granddad. Nice. Very lovely. Yeah. And we had a, a tropical fruit-infused beer in collab with Brew York. Yeah. We shirk in nine to five. We had prizes. Uh, we had double rocking chair for a little while until one died. Oh. The rocking chair is dead. Oh. Long live the rocking chair. Okay, yeah. I've actually put it up on the uh, first floor now, so you see it in what Ben is calling the rocking chair graveyard. Oh, okay, <laughs> so they're all going to end up there Probably. eventually, are they? Yeah. Uh, an absolutely stonking weekend, wasn't it? Banged out with lovely people and good beery vibes. I managed a Friday and Sunday because my days of three days in a row yeah. are long behind me. Yeah, I managed Friday and Saturday. Good, yeah. Uh, yeah, tremendous. Uh, well done to everyone who uh, was working because it was very busy. It was very busy, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't on shift. Um, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been doing a bit of research for a novel I'm writing uh, that involved a historical uh, tour of Woolwich Dockyard. Hmm. Uh, six and a half hours of chat. Jesus Christ. Walk and talk. He could have gone on for twice that if I'd... Uh... Why don't you get him to write the novel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had to stop him because I, I had to go to Heather in Marketing's um, birthday drinks. Um, uh, she sends her regards, by the way. Good. Uh, yeah, yeah, and says... Uh, Is she coming back to work for us for nothing like last time? Uh, <laughs> no, but she said, could you put her, her shirkers tab, uh, could you oh. give it to a dirty south, was it? Um, <laughs> But, um, yeah, uh, at the dockyard, I remember being struck by how non-deserter it is, being the Navy, you know, there's, a, uh, there's a, a port, some Portland stone columns there with what they call a fouled anchor, which is mm. an anchor entangled in, in rope, symbolising the trials and tribulations of the Navy. The anchor is fouled to remind the chief that no matter the circumstances, the task must be completed. Mm. It's everything we stand against. Mm. Absolutely. That's why we uh, didn't join the Navy, I guess. No, that's one of the many reasons. One yeah. of the many reasons. Yeah, not yeah. that keen on rum. No. <laughs> uh, well, while, while you've been doing 16-hour talking to us, mm. I've also been putting the hours in, in Thanet oh, yeah. uh, last Monday. I did what I call uh, a Thanet hat-trick. Mm -hmm. uh, Thanet is that little place on the edge of Kent. Mm. Some say the world. Mm -hmm. um, and we started in Ramsgate at the sort of uh, workers' calf or uh, sailors' calf mm. uh, on the marina called Shipshape, which is now rather dangerously licensed. Oh, swifty with breakfast. You can have a swifty with breakfast. Nice. Or brunch, as we call it. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and from there, we walked to Broadstairs, you know, that's about, what, 45 minutes or so, um, to go to the Magnet, a micro oh, yeah, yeah. which you may recall from um, previous episodes, has a um, open mic 
No. Like, 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 like a lot of pubs. It's not unusual. But unlike a lot of pubs, mm -hmm. the Magnus Open Mic operates between 3 p.m. and 5 p.m. That is unusual. On a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's impressive. I mean, have you ever heard anything so good go? in your life? It is banged out. It's wow. mobbed. Wow. That's why you know you're in the right place. As mm. soon as you see that, you think, I'm in the right place. You couldn't do it in London. No. People have got jobs. Yeah. Um, but down there, everything's different. You know, mm. they don't stop at traffic lights. You don't drive with these shoes on. It's the that Wild sort of. West. Yeah, it's the Wild West. So yeah, banged out, open up between three and five on a Monday. <laughs> oh, sensational. And then we had a bus to Margate for um, a late lunch. Uh, sundowners at the two halves, you know, that looks out over the beach. Yeah. And of course, a visit to the Fez, which, uh, if match. anything, has got even better. Mm. There are a group of what Noel termed old geezers, mm -hmm. uh, really getting on it on a Monday evening. Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, to be honest, they weren't that much older than us, but, uh, mm. <laughs> and he had to say, when, I'm, when I say old geezers, I mean those old geezers over there, not the ones I'm sitting with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that was a brilliant uh, Thanet hat trick. I recommend trying to do Ramsgate Broadstairs and Margate all in the same day. Mm. Very good. Um, I had a most spectacular Father's Day, which I, I don't mm. think I've ever seen before. In the, um, <laughs> yeah, I was woken, well, I was awake, and my, my boy brought me in the coffee, and he brought mm. me bacon, eggs, mm. on, and toast. Uh, and when I eventually made it downstairs, the missus had got me an Uber to take me to the Blythe to watch oh. the cricket all day. <laughs> I mean,. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's great. I saw a lot of the the, the the usual suspects, of course, Con and Terry was off duty, and yeah, yeah, a few others. Foldsy, yeah. Cyclo, the modern yeah. guys, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And so they're your de facto sons now, Foldsy and uh, Cyclo. In a way, yes, <laughs> yes, um, yeah, and uh, yeah. Unfortunately, Cyclo had, had just bought a hose from Wick, so it immediately rained. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so all the cricket was off, so a nip to the shirkers, uh, followed by the communist kebab. Oh yeah, you did make it. I did Brilliant. make it, yeah. 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 So they, yeah, they have a, a lot of sort of menus dedicated to, to key communists, of, you know, like the Fidel, Fidel Castro oh, me right, okay. menu. And I was going to ask if there was anything communist about it. Yeah, and you, there's a leaflet with an explanation of that, oh, okay. you know, this guy thinks you know, we can do better than the, the, the situation mm. we have. Mm. Um, yeah, and the food was good and fresh and yeah. nice. Lovely. Uh, yeah. Um, I gained a daughter on Father's Day as well. Oh, congratulations yes. to you and Anna. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, without Anna, actually, yeah. Oh, I just, my new daughter Things is fast. Pippa at the Shirkers. Oh. <laughs> they've decided to um, adopt a father out of each of us sort Ooh. of thing. And I, um, yeah, I'm very pleased to say that Pippa is now my daughter. And I uh, couldn't be happier. No, I'm sure couldn't you couldn't be happier. Yeah, yeah. How lovely. <laughs> and uh, in other news, I've uh, my long-awaited album, uh, I Invented Chill Out, mm. has come out. It has been long-awaited. Wow, it's out. Yeah, mm. I, I was, it's, I I was a little bit too would. chilled out, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It should probably have come out um, last year. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's now out. I Invented Chill Out and... Um, if you want to have a listen to it, it's under my name, Andrew Grumbridge, on Spotify and elsewhere. And uh, it features such highlights as Too High To Go Home. Nice, you, you named a song for me. 
<laughs> it's a tribute, is it? Uh, it's a tribute. Actually, uh, gents, gents came up with that title, oh, as okay. she did with Hunting for Sun Traps, another mm-hmm. track, yeah. So thanks to her for that. And uh, we, 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 we will play out with a track from that later on. Maybe not the Nine Minuter. Okay, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. I know you're not keen on the Nine Minuters. Yeah, what should I play? Bass again? Uh, yeah, play bass again, yeah. yeah. You're on bass. The news. The news. 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 Pub and beer news first. Um, okay, Antica back in Forest Hill. Yes. Uh, who tipped us about this? Was it Guy, Guy Haslam? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, Antica back in Forest Hill. Um, he, uh, they have taken over the Bird in Hand. Yes. And which is opposite their old pub in Forest Hill, the Sylvan Post. Yes. Um, we are, will go there, it's not quite open yet, but we will go there on our uh, Hill to Hill tour. Yes. Tulse Hill to Forest Hill. No yeah. one knows how to do it. <laughs> We're going to try it. Yeah. Um, it's going to be called the Falconer. Oh yeah. Nice. Good call. And um, what else we got? Um, a Peckham Rye Bowls Club update from Mr. TC. Yes, Tom. Yeah. He now tells us it's open every day. Right, great. You've got to get down there, that looks amazing. I think Bobby yeah. went down there, but I haven't seen him to uh, get any feedback. Um, an update on uh, Brew by Numbers and Brick, who you remember we were going in, slipping into administration. Yes, so we gather. Um, we understand that BBNO have now been uh, rescued by Briel, a uh, VC outfit. Yeah. Although you had a summer doubts as to whether it might be someone else. <laughs> yeah, they've definitely got brick and black sheep. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and now Briel have got uh, brick, um, which uh, you know is good in terms of the beer. Yeah, and I mean, it's good the same in terms people. of people's jobs. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you're now giving your money not to a local independent brewery, but a uh, venture capitalist. Yeah. Yeah, so they're no longer really an independent brewer, I suppose. No, no. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, someone's taken over the London Fields Brewery, and they're calling themselves Saint Monday. Oh yeah. Uh, so I'm glad that that's um, you know that's g- going to churn out beer again. Yeah, that's nothing to do with Lucky Saint, is it? No, no, nothing no. to do with Lucky Saint. Okay. Oh yes, yes, it's not all good news. Um, beers are being made weaker, Benny. What? There's been several reports that brewers are making their beers weaker to help offset rising costs. Not the ones I'm drinking, they're not. No. Although that might not be a bad idea with your health issues. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they um, they use uh, less fermentable materials in the brewing process and then potentially they'll also have to pay less tax. Right. Because it's a lower ABV. So beer's getting cheaper, is it? No. <laughs> Unfortunately not. It's like shrinkflation, like when your Mars bar gets a bit smaller in yes, the supermarket. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But um, all the beers that are mentioned, um, in, well, some of the beers that are mentioned include Spitfire, Old Speckled Hen, Bishop's Finger. They're all going to have their ABV reduced, so look out for that in the market. It's probably not going to trouble me greatly, to be honest. No, but it will, will happen elsewhere, elsewhere as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I saw the pedigree is no longer bottle conditioned. I mean, I, I'm mm. unlikely to buy pedigree in that yeah, yeah, yeah. as well, but 
no, it's not a good sign, is it? I mean, it's just because it's, it's, it's more costly to do it. Yeah. It's obviously better. Yeah. And um, it's, you know, it's owned by a multinational now. Yeah. So yeah, they're yeah. not going to give it a toss whether it's better or not. I mean, the other thing is, of course, when you uh, when the ABV reduces, sometimes the taste changes as well. Mm. So you have to look out for that too. Yeah. It's coming at us from all sides, Vinny. Mm. Um, in other new, uh, in other beer news, I noticed that um, a, a report sent to us by Nicholas Thompson and several others that small amounts of alcohol can reduce stress. I thought so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's like a, a, a latest article in the genre we might refer to as stating the bleeding obvious, isn't yes, it? Um, the Guardian reports that alcohol in moderation lowers stress and in turn the stress-related risk of heart disease. Uh, I, I enjoyed Isaac on Twitter who added, scientists are calling it the four beers after work diet and it's known to cure everything. <laughs> Very good. Um, and uh, did you uh, re read about, there's a, a pub, uh, an Irish pub uh, at the Everest Base Camp in Nepal. It's oh. the highest Irish pub oh, in yeah, the yeah. world. And um, yeah, it's been a question how do they get Guinness there? Because there's no roads. Mm, mm. Uh, and, and the answer, it, it appears, is Guinness donkeys. Guinness donkeys? Yeah, they strapped two kegs to ten donkeys. First it was donkey flavoured crisps, yeah. and now it's, it's Guinness flavoured donkeys. <laughs> no, no, well done. <laughs> Really, they they pack them. Yeah, so that yeah, they, they, so that yeah, they climb up the mountain with the, with the Guinness, so that if you are mad enough to go uh, climb Mount Everest, yeah, you can have a pint of Guinness before and uh, on the way down. On, uh, yeah, on the way yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you probably take a couple of takeouts. I'll have some takeouts. For the top, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You want at least a couple of pints up there, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I just take the donkey with the two kids. <laughs> <laughs> On to crisp news. Uh, yes. We've moved a little further away from the music. I don't know if that makes any difference. <laughs> he says as an articulated lorry goes by, but um, yeah. it sounds a bit quieter. People. Yeah, and some noisy people. Yeah, racket, chatting away yeah. when we're trying to do a podcast about yeah. chatting. <laughs> Enjoying themselves and everything. <laughs> uh, crisp news. Um, my first item is air crisps. Um, what I the think hell? I know. I'm not having crisps no, you, made of air. Yeah, I think. I, I don't, I don't, I don't need, yes, yeah, do I? Be careful what you wish for. No. Um, yeah, this was sent to us by uh, Goose, uh, one of our leading crisp correspondents. Yeah. Um, he sent us a clipping from the Mirror, which I think is worth uh, reading in full. Okay. A pair of snack lovers have been left in shock after opening a packet of crisps to find it totally empty. Huh? Naomi Mullumbala and her partner Ralph have been settling down to watch something on Netflix in their South London flat, relevant, <laughs> when they fancied a quick bag of crisps. The 29-year-old account manager said she was bemused when they found these two mystery crisp packets. IT engineer Ralph, 31, had just been down to the local Tesco Express to pick up a six-pack of Walker's Prawn Cocktail Crisps, but when the pair began to tuck in, they discovered that one bag was full of air and another had just one crisp in it. Oh my God, what a tragedy. <laughs> 
Naomi said, we had Netflix on, mm. and whilst Ralph went to get us a snack, he started shouting my name, saying I won't believe this. Mm. He started shaking the bag and there was one crisp in there. When we got the second packet that was just air, we started thinking, this must be a joke, right? The couple both love a packet of crisp as a snack, but this incident has left them with some issues with walkers. Yeah. Ralph said, the next day, I picked up a bag of quavers. <laughs> I wasn't risking it again. It left me with trust issues. <laughs> I, do, I do wonder if he was, you know, waving from the, the living room going, there's only one in there. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, very good. Um, walkers was approached for comment, but I yet to respond. Mm, typical. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Yeah. What a shocker. Mm. Sorry to hear that, Ralph and Naomi. Yeah, that is shocking. Um, what about some good flavours? Flavours of the month? Yeah. Um, another uh, guy has the nomination was uh, Woodland Mushroom and Wild Garlic. Interesting. Yeah, I do like a garlic mushroom. Yeah, yeah, They're me too. They're always yeah, nicer yeah. than you, um, you might imagine. Yeah, they're certainly nicer than without garlic. Uh, yeah, well, I like it with, with or without, with or without. But yeah, it's made by um, two farmers, and he says they really are something special. Look out for those two farmers: woodland mushroom and wild garlic. Okay, I had uh, I had the MS beef Wellington flavours, oh, uh, which yeah. yeah, which I thoroughly enjoyed. And Ned James was straight on it, though. He said, "I have questions." Oh, pastry. Yeah, just like that. Is it like pastry just... flavour? Not 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 no. not very strongly. No, it's mostly beef, what but is... there is a hint of. Butteriness, maybe? Yes, like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's your answer, Ned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hint so of butteriness. That's your answer, yeah. And another one that I haven't tried, but I intend to. Um, it's uh, something to do with English heritage. It's Baron Bygod's cheese and onions. So Baron Bygod is like a artisan cheese, isn't it? It's an English camembert, isn't it? I think. Or, yeah. or, or brie. Kind of, no, it's a brie. Know, brie, more like a brie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and then done that cheese and onion. I'm definitely going to try that. Yeah. And get my hands on it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm up for that. And uh, yeah. So you were going to tell us about the uh, the, the good the, news. The good news. Yeah. yeah. It's like like a sort of Holy Grail story, wasn't it? So it is a bit like that. This was the the, the, the shirkers rest. It was the we were golden blessed, hour. Weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. The sun was shining on us all. We had um, Ra Rachel um, uh, had bought a packet of slabs. Yeah. Her partner Howard dipped his hands in and he brought out a heart-shaped slab. It was phenomenal. Into the sunshine. Yeah. It was... <laughs> yeah, I, heard, I heard angels. Did you hear yeah, angels? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Were they angels? No, just those <laughs> girls from Goldsmiths. <laughs> uh, absolutely amazing. And Photographs were taken. Yeah. I've stashed it upstairs in a Tupperware box. This isn't a joke, by the way. No, in a no. Tupperware box, and yeah. I'm going to get a glass display case. It needs, it needs to be mounted. It needs to be it? mounted. Yeah. Okay, on to uh, a new section. A new section. A new section. A new section. We haven't had a new section in 20 years. <laughs> um, yeah, de Desert Island Crisps. I nearly said Deserter Island Crisps, then, just like you want me to. <laughs> it's Desert Island Crisps where we ask people, maybe ourselves or other people, um, what three favourite snacks they would take to an island. Mm. Um, plus, we've given them a, a, a one pub and one pint. Yeah. And we ask them for their reasons behind it and perhaps maybe the ones that they had to leave behind. Mm. Mm. And who better to ask for our 
inaugural. Inaugural, that's the word I was looking for. Um, des- desert, desert Island. Oh, shit, I've done it again. De- desert Island. Desert Island, Chris. <laughs> what dessert would you like to take? <laughs> Who better to ask than our two crisp correspondents, Nedley James and the Goosemeister? You're going to do uh, Ned's submission. We asked them, by the way, and they responded, so we've got it. Yeah, of um, So you go, you go ahead with Ned's... Um... All right, so Ned is straight in. Number one, slabs. Of course. course I'm still in love with them, he says. Yeah. The fact they're so rare to find in the wild makes them extra special, like crisp treasure. I mean, his Twitter bio is still the king, king of slabs. slabs. Yeah, I mean, he brought them. Did he bring them to our attention? Yes, he did. He did. He? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, two, bacon fries. Mm. I judge a pub by the stocking of bacon fries. Mm. The tiny little packet makes them special. He's right there. He's, right. He is right there. Yeah, I'm pleased to say we do have them at the... Uh, of course we do. Of course at, we at do. The circus, yeah. uh, this was a, a surprise. Number three, jalapeno schneiders. Yes, I like those as well. This I is a top, great top three, Nesta. top three. Really hot, big broken pretzels. Yeah. The heat rush is way harder than beef and mustard brannigans. Much missed. Yeah. They are slightly dangerous to eat. <laughs> Always feel like you'd lose a filling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the pub that he'd like to take with him is the Market Porter in Borough. Yes. Um, a lean in the sun in the market with a pint of Harvey's. Oh, we've done that Nothing a few times. Uh, yeah, we've done that a few times. I know exactly what he means. Those, they've got the yeah. leaning stalls, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. Top leaner, that, that one, yeah. yeah. And their Harvey's is always excellent. Yes, perfectly poured. Um, but his favourite pint is the Gypsy Hill Hepcat. This is number mm. one pint. Oh, we had an afternoon that, the last afternoon on cask, didn't we? Do you remember? I do, yeah, oh, yeah. It was delicious, happening. yeah. Absolutely delicious. Mm. Amazing stuff, Ned. Mm. Uh, I'm going to do Goose's uh, response to our Desert Island Crisps. Okay. Question. Please do. Um, he says, first of all, what a privilege to be the honorary first contributors to such a legendary event with the likes of Ned, Raider, and the other one. <laughs> like, I'm liking it already. You know? It's like being knighted except with a crown of finest potatoes. <laughs> okay, it's not. I was just excited. Now then, it's such a complex choice and one that has left me confused and salivating at the same time. And it's almost, on a bit, it? does go on a bit, yeah, it's a lot of it. <laughs> um, first off, top three snacks. He's gone for crisps. They're yep. all crisps. Yep. In reverse order, number three, the godfather of all crisps, and one of many reasons I moved over to the Emerald Isle, leaving aside the minor issues of the royal shafting that me, my wife and kids, and of course we as a country got with Brexit. Mm-hmm. It's like having... Spider, spider back, yeah. Yeah, less uh, swearing though. I felt a calling to go back to the beginning, and that beginning is, of course, tato, cheese, and onion. Aside from the fact that it's the original, there's something about the little fellas in their blue and red jacket, mm. all snugly, mm. that reminds us all of who we are and gives a calm moment of pleasure with a cheesy and slightly oniony hit. Uh, P.S. The ones from the north in the yellow, they're imposters. <laughs> And they're not my bag, too oniony. <laughs> Number two is the humble salt sea salted Tyrrells. Wow. Another boring flavour, I hear you say. But are they really? Sometimes, like with steak, you don't need the sauce. Mm. I like my fat sirloin a la plancha. 
not doused in peppercorn sauce. Oh, absolutely. Go back to basics. A relish the crisp and its crunch and allow the flavour of the potato to come out. Mm. Got a point. Yeah. Um, they're so good, I regularly drive to Sainsbury's in Northern Ireland, one and a half hours, to get ten boxes of them. And to stock up on goose fat, of course. I have to keep up my number one nectar title, naturally. Who wants to be third pork chop boy, eh, Raider? <laughs> yes, that's a reference to me being the number three buyer of pork chops at East Dulwich Sainsbury's. Um, and finally, number one, having said all that bollocks about pure, purity and simplicity, <laughs> my favourite crisp of all time is the Torres Iberico Hamon flavour. Oh. We've, we've enjoyed those, haven't we? Yeah, uh, did he send yeah. them to us? I think he did. No, no, no. Oh, well, you, yeah, you got yeah, them, yeah. yeah. First off, on medical grounds, as we all know that Hamon Iberico is a superfood and is cholesterol reducing. So I'd be healthy on my beach with all the protein and carbs I need. Second, they're God's food. Heaven sent crisp bites of meaty wonder that actually leave the taste of ham on fat at the back of your throat. Mm. Uh, yeah, they make my, uh, life worth living, he concludes. 10 out of 10. It yeah. doesn't get much better than that, does it? Maybe 11. <laughs> uh, pub. His favourite pub. You're allowed one pub. As someone who has chose to leave South London, I have to say I miss it. As good as the Guinness is, and also living in the town with the 2010 Lonely Planet best pub in the world. <laughs> but there's something about a decent South London boozer that I can't find. It might be the lack of cask. I feel like I've actually lost a little piece of my soul and I'm sad. Small heart plays, he writes. But what to go for? The Sun and Doves, I enjoyed many a drink there. Um, made new friends, laughs and the occasional dab of MDMA on New Year's Eve. <laughs> There's jazz nights at the Duncan uh, at the junction where my dad heard his last live music with me before he died. Uh, there's the Hootenanny where I've heard some of the best music in my life. If you love Scar, and the Prince Albert where I was pleased to have been told off once or twice by the legendary Pat, R.I.P., who my mate once confused with the pub cat as she knelt behind the bar and he stroked her hair. <laughs> He'll never do anything like that again. She was a very fierce lady. <laughs> but I have to say, my fondest memory is of Mango Landing. Hmm? It's in Brixton, on Brixton Walls Lane, or, or it used to, be. Yeah. used to be. What a bar. A joint that looked like it was a terrace house off of the 50s on a quiet residential street, opened up into a sweaty Jamaican-vibed mixture of cultures, happiness, lock-ins, dancing and lost nights. What an amazing place. If I had to sum up the vibrancy and passion I have for South London, it would be summed up in those two words, Mango Landing. It was an absolutely legendary place. I'm sure you've been there. You used to go there with H and her, oh, uh, yeah. her twin, oh. the twins. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jane and Jane. Mm. Um, I'll never forget the place so much so that I was proud to take my nephew there for his first underage pint. <laughs> it's now been bulldozed and turned into flats, R.I.P. And finally, uh, his pint, uh, he was going to be, go controversial and go for Punk AF, the alcohol-free one, as it's been a life and liver saver on mm. Mondays, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Mm. But I can't give it to that company or to an AF beer. So I'm going to reminisce about my youth and go for a pint of Gold Death. Oh, I don't know that one. <laughs> it's half a pint of gold-labelled barley, barley wine mixed with a half of Courage Directors. Wow. <laughs> It sounds, really gross. it sounds gross, and it was. <laughs> but you only ever had to have one. For some reason, that specific combination made you hallucinate, literally. I've never known a night like it. 
I'm far too boring now, but we're on a desert island and I'm on my tod, and a bit of something hallucinogenic would be more than welcome as I chat to Wilson. <laughs> so that's it, when are we going? Love Goose. Thank you very much, Goose. Absolutely amazing selection there, and same with Ned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we might be onto something. We, we'll have to do one as well at some point. Yeah. But we'll try and get um, someone else to uh, do a desert island crisp next week. Yes, next month. Next month, even. Uh, yeah. want to rush ourselves. Well, desert island autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your life in desert. There's a new podcast here. There's a new podcast, isn't it? It's a spin off, yeah. Um, okay, so where are we now? We are we done with crisps and we are on yeah. to drugs. Oh, thank God for that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this I mean this one could have been in um, the sock med scene really, but um, uh, it's it's a live news item, so I've, I kept it in drug news. Mm. The, the, um, I read it on Reddit, and the headline was "Balloon of drugs stuck in butt, help." Mm. Uh, apparently, as a, a lad, he was driving, uh, and there was a cop following him. Oh! And he keeps his drugs wrapped up in like latex gloves, and uh, he got paranoid and stuck it up his butt while he was driving. Shit it! No. And his question Don't. was, if I went to the ER, so it's America. Um, if I went to the ER, would the hospital call the police on me? Yeah. Um, and there's some very wise answers. Taking care business said. When you go to hospital, just tell them it's Himalayan rock salt and you stuck it up there for sexual pleasure. <laughs> um, Benadryl Boofer Bro then said, it's so crazy it may just work. And Kem Jineered said, why do people put salt in their ass on the regular? And OR39 said, lol, is this sarcasm? Oh. And Kem Jineered said, no, I mean, why Himalayan salt? And Vivance for Breakfast answered, because that level of detail might give an additional sense of realism to this story. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I hope to report back uh, oh, yeah. next month on, uh, you know, I mean, maybe like Pythagoras, he'll work it out with a pencil. Um, but uh, it, um, hopefully, hopefully it, it comes out in not too graphic detail yeah. next month on okay. Drug News. And, um other news then, I think. This is our roundup of news that isn't about Himalayan rock salt, drugs, crisps and booze. Am I right? That's right, yeah. Um, right, do you remember last time out, long naps are bad for you? Yes. Yeah, is it coming back to you? Mm, mm. Long naps are bad for you. Uh, well, in more nap news, it turns out that short naps are good for you. Hey! hey it's two sides of every coin, yeah. Minnie. They both delay age-related brain shrinkage and improve your ability to learn. Ooh, that's brilliant. It's a double bubble. Who should nap all the time? It's a shame about long naps, but the good news is nap briefly and nap often if you want to stop your brain from shrinking. I mean, look at us. We're in our 80s and our heads are massive. <laughs> uh, UBI, Universal Basic Income, a cornerstone of the deserter economic palaver. Yeah. Um, it's being tried in England. Good. Finally. In Jarrow and East Finchley, to be precise. Right. 30 people are being given an unconditional £1,600 a month. Quite chunky. That's nice. Uh, for two years to see the effects on their lives. Wow. Lucky. Can you imagine getting those? Yeah. Uh, as Jonathan Morgan noted on Twitter, I think I speak for all of us when I say to the participants, 
please do not fuck this up. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be so tempting to fuck it up, isn't it? When but the thing, fucking up is part of the part of. If you want to fuck it's it part up, of the go results. for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Something a lot. Yeah. Most people won't may, fuck it up. No, and maybe you might fuck it up for a month, and then by month yes. two, you're like, you know, okay, I'm getting this every month now. I, yeah, I, exactly. I have to fuck it up. No, you just go on a drink and drug spray for the first year, and then yeah. you've got the second year to get yourself together. Yeah. Or the other way around. Yeah, that's why it's two years, I guess. Yes, yeah. two years is good. Yeah. Um, and then finally, King's College London are undertaking the UK's biggest survey on cannabis cannabis ever done yeah and they want um, they're requesting that both users and non-users take part I'm taking part I mean yeah you haven't done the survey there, I know. You? no <laughs> I've been down there I've been down there three times they haven't given me any yet fucking <laughs> ridiculous anyway if you want to take part in that look up King's College London cannabis survey and okay. tell them how brilliant it is mm. um, Right, we've got to better get the fuck out of here. I've nearly finished oh, yeah. my pint. Yeah, <laughs> we need to get to pub number two. Yeah. Uh, what can we say about this one? It's, it's on the Walworth room. Road. Yeah. It's a tap room rather than a pub. Correcto Mondo. Mm -hmm. um, should we say they make satsuki sour? I've said it now. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. If you know that, if you happen to know that, then. Um, yeah, not uh, everybody knows that. It's no. Probably the only sour I, I like. It is delicious. Yeah. Yes, I couldn't believe it. I saw you ordering a pint on your birthday. Oh, was it? I think it was a pint, mate. Was it? I'm terrified. Um, and also, I think certainly their early beers or core beers have sort of music-related names. That's right, they do, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going down to a tap room off the Walworth Road for one English pint, for one English pint of IPA, which I believe they make. Where in the world are we going? Mm -hmm. uh, we are uh, back at uh, where are we? Uh, <laughs> the Orbit Tap Room. We are at the Orbit yeah. Tap Room. I don't know why I said back because you haven't been here before, have you? Uh, no, no, I've not been here before. No. Yeah. Um, uh, it's very nice. It is too. It's now opposite their little brewery off yeah. the Walworth Road and um, in next the railway to the arch. Park. Yeah, in the railway arches. In Walworth. Yeah. Um, it's more Walworth than the elephant, isn't it? Really. It's possibly even Kennington this side of the Walworth Road. Who knows? Oh, it could. Be, it could be. What is it? West Kennington or East Kennington yeah. or something like that. <laughs> Let's ask the Kennington runoff guys where everything's <laughs> Kennington. Yeah. Northern River is North Kennington. Um, yeah. So uh, Orbit Tap Room. Award yourself one English pint. We're having the uh, pale. Yeah, Key Point Pale. Key Point Pale, well yeah. remembered. Because you initially asked for the uh, Ivo, changed your mind, and, and then he gave you both. Gave, they still gave me what they poured of the Ivo, which is yeah. very kind of them. Very and, kind. Uh, but yeah, happy with the Key Point, very nice. Yeah, lovely. And it's the home of the Tatsuki Tower, and of course uh, the Nico Lager bestseller, I imagine. Um, okay. On with uh, the next section, which is readers' letters. Yes, this is an interesting one that came was, in, wasn't it? Um, it's, uh, I've changed the names to protect the innocent and guilty. Okay. Um, somebody uh, called Osborne George got in touch to say, "Hello, I want to have you to cast a spell on Sasha Thomas to have her to go to Osborne George when she want to have sex." I mean, you, you texted me saying, have you seen the latest reader's letter with, yeah. a, with a cry laugh emoji? I just thought it was a spam from a Nigerian prince. <laughs> and it might be. 
Who knows? It might be, yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, we'll, well, we'll do what we can, won't yeah. we, Osborne? Yeah, yeah we will, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, thanks for being here, Sasha. Uh, <laughs> Uh, on, a, on a possibly uh, possibly similar vein, um, got an email from John from Croydon, mm. who writes, Could you settle an argument I'm having with my husband? Which is better, cask ale or sex? Mm. <laughs> oh, it's a toughie, isn't it? I mean, it's an age-old question. It's yeah. a question as old as time. Yeah, and often combined, you know. Um, obviously. I think that's, that is my ultimate response combine wherever possible I mean I remember enjoying a pint of bass in the 90s while I was being fellated by my then girlfriend who was also the bar manager mm. and I remember feeling quite vividly this is the best thing that's happened to me this morning <laughs> <laughs> so there's our answer John yeah. uh, combine wherever possible um, Moving on, because we've got uh, a couple more. Uh, Ellen from Tooting writes about a dessert, a bursary. Do you right, yes, we, yes, we've discussed that, haven't we? Yeah. Have we discussed it live, though? I didn't know. Um, I mean, we'd, it's come up before, the idea okay, yeah. that we might have a dessert, a bursary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she says, I'm not sure if I dreamt it or whether it's something you have actually talked about, but I am taken with the idea of a dessert, a bursary. A crowdfunded sum awarded to one lucky rando to do with what they will. They could spend it on booze, bags and junk food, or just waste it. <laughs> and yeah. then post pictures of themselves enjoying it. If you start a crowdfunder for it, I would happily bung in a tenner, and I'm sure others would too. If we get it to a grand, someone might be able to take a month's unpaid leave. It's a brilliant idea. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, when, especially when now she's put it like that, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit clearer. The, the, the vision is coming, becoming clearer. Yeah, through the mist. Yeah. Um, I think we should seriously consider that. I think we should. I mean, the only we got is we've got, to, time. we've got to do it. You have to administer the crowd. Somebody yeah. has to. There might be some legal barriers. What about Heather from marketing? <laughs> Get out of that free point. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... Uh, I think it's a great idea too, because UBI isn't going to happen anytime soon, so we might as well crack on with a dessert bursary for one person. Yeah, can't help. I think everyone. the key thing is you want person. to you want to share in their enjoyment, don't you? You want yeah. to see some pics. So if you go in for the draw, hmm. you'd have to agree to post your pics of pints and fags and whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, we'll we'll see you into um, yeah. the ground, oblivion, or whatever. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Finally, in readers' letters, Paul Smith got in touch to say. He's enjoying our book, Shirt, Rest and Play, uh -huh. uh, especially while he's at work. Uh -huh. Good lad. Uh, and wondered if we had any other book recommendations. And it reminded me that we did have a book section, didn't we? We did. Book Corner. Book Corner. Let's play the fucking jingle. Jingle. Books. 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 Letters. 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 Words. 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 Reading. 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 Sentences. Words again. Words again. Corners. Corners. It's, it's book it's corner. corner. Um, it's my favourite jingle ever. <laughs> if uh, you go to the Deserted Podcast SoundCloud, uh, Paul, and look for Series Three, each one has a book corner in, and we talk about one of our favourite books yeah. for four or five minutes or so. Mm. Um, I record us talking about Stephen Potter's gamesmanship, for example. I think you spoke about Jeffrey Bernard's autobiography, Low Life. Yeah. We had Carry On Jeeves by P.G. Woodhouse. 
uh, and James Dowdswell's The Pub Manifesto, yeah. uh, amongst many others. Uh, including, I remember me extolling the virtues of a book you may recall about the seemingly inane but philosophically pertinent adventures of a group of friends and misfits with nothing to do till Friday. That was called Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> and I see you've got a book uh, now with you now on the table. What are you uh, reading here? This yes, could be a recommendation for Paul. Yes, another because uh, we, we also talked about uh, Patrick Hamilton, didn't we? Uh, Hangover Square, I think. Yeah, probably. probably possibly, I yeah. imagine we did. Yeah. Um, this is kind of related to that kind of book. Uh, um, it is a book I'm about to read, so I can't re recommend it yet, mm. but <laughs> it looks per really interesting to me. Uh, it's called London Belongs to Me by Norman Collins, also known as 10 Dulcimer Street. Uh, I'll just read you a tiny bit of the intro. Um, London Belongs to Me is not a complex mo uh, novel. It features no struggle with fundamental human truths. No attempt to grapple with vital social or political questions. It is simply entertainment, a joyous romp through a slice of London life, unashamedly romantic and unforgettably humorous, written as if it had appeared in instalments, like a Dick Dickens epic, mm. or Today's South London, Tomorrow's South London. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I added that bit, but yeah. that, was, that was also written in instalments and then and then crafted into a, a book wasn't yeah it? is it anything to do with the film of the same name yes it is this is it is uh, the film came sometime later yes uh, a, a, a boarding house yeah boarding house in kennington yeah kind yeah. of rallies to aid someone accused of moida i don't want to ruin it for you yeah well uh, i just anyway, it a little bit more. yeah uh, collins <laughs> animates london belongs to me with oh, deaf deadpan wit often through the briefest strokes the action varying between the local and metropolitan, the intimate and the public, through a series of barely connected enticing vignettes. What McCarry did for spies, Collins does for shop girls and night watchmen, accountants and publicans, real Londoners who sleep the night in London as well as work the day there. Real Londoners, some in love, some in debt, some committing murders, uh -oh. some adultery, some looking forward to a pension, some getting drunk. Some trying to get on in the world, so you can see why it appeals. Absolutely, to South London. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, let me know what it's like. I will. Uh, there's a few for you, Paul. Thank you very much for your letter. You're a bum dosser. Bum dosser. Yeah, who's a bum dosser? <laughs> yeah, what you got in the bum dosser department? Uh, I've got a couple. Um, mine are both nominated by James Knight. Oh. Yeah, a rich scene. He's hit a rich scene. Mm. The first one is the Marionera. I'm yeah. not familiar with that. No? So, no. Um, it means the black jersey. Oh, okay. And um, it was awarded in the Giro d'Italia oh. for last overall. Oh, fantastic. Between 1946 and 1951. Oh, they don't do it anymore? No, sadly not, no. Uh, I think it got a bit ridiculous because there was some real competition <laughs> to win this jersey. Uh, and especially noted, apparently, are the struggles between Santa Carollo and Luigi Malabrocca <laughs> to see who could waste the most time. Each, this is on Wikipedia, each tried to lose more time than the other by hiding in bars, barns, and behind hedges, or even by puncturing their own wheels. 
absolutely brilliant. To end up with the black jersey. So that, I mean, yeah. well played, lads. Outstanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you had one, didn't you? I did, yeah. I, yeah. Um, first of all, have you heard the good news about Jesus? I have. <laughs> He's at the bar, is that it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going to read you a bit of scripture now, actually. Um, okay. This is from Ecclesiasticus, yeah. which I think is from the uh, Book of Apocrypha, which is like a sort of bo sorry, uh, bonus track on the, on the Bible, I believe, that Ooh. sort of thing. <laughs> um, yeah, not all the faiths count it as doctrine. This is, uh, was, was uh, an account of a guy called Jesus, not Jesus Christ, somebody before him. Jesus Rogers, was it? <laughs> Jesus Rogers. Jesus yeah. Rogers, yeah, he was um, a haberdasher. <laughs> From Ipswich. Uh, okay. Uh, so, from the uh, book of Ecclesiasticus. The wisdom of a learned man cometh by opportunity for leisure. Mm. And he that hath little business shall become wise. Mm. That's in the Bible, eh? That's in the Bible. Yeah. And yet they tell us work is, will keep us healthy, wealthy and wise, don't they? Yeah. yeah. That, that so maybe not be in the Bible, but um, yeah. maybe that was something my gran said to me. Yeah. Do not covet my neighbour's ass. <laughs> she definitely said that. Yeah. Um, Amen. Oh, okay. Pass, pass the rifle, because that guy doing the hammering has just come into sight. <laughs> <laughs> The trouble with being by a brewery. Oh, hang on. Some brisket going. Ooh. Oh, they do some food here. You've got to try a brisket. The menu looks sensational, yeah. I have to say. If pricey, I thought. Pricey, but it's probably for two. I'm assuming. No, he that's said it was for one. It's for one. Twenty-eight pounds. Got <laughs> <laughs> the short rib. <laughs> I bet it's amazing. It smells amazing. It does. It does. Yeah. yeah. Starving. Um, anyway, let's try to focus. Oh yeah. yeah. I can't see because I'm my hunger. <laughs> um, our third nomination this month for Bum Dosser, again from James, thank you James, was Ian Clifford, uh, who's been on sick leave for 15 years and he sued IBM for not giving him a pay rise <laughs> during that time. <laughs> wow. That's all. Pretty good, isn't it? Uh, the judge threw the case out, but we're pleased to say that Ian is appealing. He certainly is. Yeah, maybe we should crowdfund <laughs> for him. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. Um, so, uh, what do you think? Um, Ian it's a tough one. It's a tough one, isn't it? But um, are you actually nominating the Bible? Who are you actually uh, uh, nominating? Uh, uh, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus Rogers or Jesus <laughs> Jesus? Jesus of Sirach. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, my winner would have to be um, the, the guys on the, on the Maglia now. I think you're right. Santi and Luigi. Yeah. Puncturing wheels to come last. Yeah. Sitting in bars, waiting. No wonder they gave it up because it, it could be, a, you know, a game that goes on for days, right? <laughs> okay, so uh, Santi and Luigi. You're a bomb dosser. SMS. What's that mean? SMS. Is that short message? No, it's it is short for something. Yeah, yeah. But it's short for sock med C. <laughs> to see. Sock med C. Oh, SMS. Right. You see what I've done? I've made it even, even smaller. smaller. Yeah. And confusing because it sounds like a short message system. Yeah. Fuck it was. SMS. But it is time for the SMS, isn't it? Okay. 
Yeah. Exciting. It's quite exciting. Quite exciting. Steady. I didn't touch any. Did I? No. Um, Righto. What you got? The first thing I uh, caught my eye was pub cues. There's been a campaign on Twitter by at cues pub just to uh, make it slightly awkward mm. for the stupid person. Yeah. Uh, a campaign to end, this is their bio, a campaign to end the recent phenomenon of queuing single file in pubs. We queue for the bus, we or for the checkout, but not at bars. I agree. Wholeheartedly, yeah. Well, it's it's hard not to at the shirkers, I suppose, because you, know, you haven't got that much room. He's, I think they've given a special dispensation. Okay, because, that's Because, nice. uh, nice. yeah, it's a bit narrow at the bar end. Yeah. Um, I've noticed this phenomenon particularly in Spoonsies. Oh, have you? Yes. And that's where I first saw it. Forest Hill Spoons, you know, the eighth wonder of the world. Yeah. You walk down into the great bosom. Massive great bar. And there's a, and there's a, a lion snake. Yeah. That is not how we order beer in this country. No. And yeah, I'm trying to look within myself and ask myself why I'm a it. Because it's fair, right? Yeah, I suppose, yeah. It's fair. Uh, uh, I'm always saying we don't want to do it because we think we can gain advantage by going up to the bar and looking cute, because, you know, we do look cute. <laughs> I just want to be closer to the bar, Andy. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I, think I don't when necessarily it comes down... need to be served any quicker. I just, you know... When it comes down to it, I think it actually... My, my objection is it seems to be slower. Mm. And I think if you had all the people crowding at the bar... You're going to get uh, people are going to yeah. get on with it. Come on, lads. Come on. You, you, you overwork bar staff. Yeah, Keep I mean, going. hopefully you've got more than one member of staff. I mean, single file is yeah. for one member of staff, isn't it? Possibly, yeah. Possibly. I don't know. But Which I, is unacceptable. I do, I do think you need to look it within yourself and ask why you don't like the single file queue. I'd be interested to know why people don't like it. Because I'm, it's obviously the fairest system, right? Yeah, I never look in myself. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to. I know you don't look oh, in yourself. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's Q's Pub, at Q's Pub. I think it's worth a follow because he, what he's asked people to do is just send photos of people queuing in pubs. Yeah. And then he reposts them saying, no! <laughs> At least I hope he does. Simple idea. Yeah. Um, funny enough, the next one was sent to us by the corporate deserter, I think. But mm. um, the Washington State Department of Natural Resources tweeted, of all people, mm. They tweeted, uh, avoid straining your eyes at work. Use the 20-20-20 rule. Every 20 minutes, go for a 20-minute hike. And then spend the next 20 years in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> and then you won't strain your eyes? You won't strain your eyes. <laughs> what? I mean, that's science. Is that science? <laughs> that's something to do with science, isn't it? Uh, and then finally, on my side, uh, I enjoyed Sanjeev Kohli on Twitter, who said, someone asked me if I'd ever had a cock ring. <laughs> I said, yes, that Lawrence Fox phoned me the other day. I've got to get a dad joke in if you've got, a, you've got one in at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay. Um, did you have any uh, SMS items? I, SMS. Yeah, I did. This is for, the, for the sock med scene, this must have been from uh, before the bank holiday, whenever there was a bank holiday. There's millions of them. No wonder we can't remember them. Uh, yeah. Backers said, uh, buzzing, walking out of work, saying, see you next Tuesday, lol. <laughs> and Dan Catcroyd replied, I panicked and just said, see you next cunt. <laughs> 
she's very good. Um, I'm not sure where this was. This is a wanted ad. Wanted. Man to dress in pink wet suit and play oh, the yes. bagpipes while I masturbate. <laughs> yes, I no weirdos. Yeah, weirdos. <laughs> so I don't need to send you the number now. No, no. Okay. No. I thought um, it was you. <laughs> and uh, I saw a thread about the worst pubs in London. Hmm. Um, and a lot of spoons came up actually. Yes. Um, especially um, the one in Tooting. Um, yeah. JJ Moons in Tootie. That's right. What an unbelievable dump. All sorts of weirdos in there and people offering you cocaine. Someone replied, I was about to refute this, but then remembered that when I used to go there, I was in fact weird. <laughs> and on cocaine. I never offered it to anyone though. <laughs> it is, you know, it's a fair point. Yeah. Uh, finally, uh, you know, flat earthers, we call them flat earthers. Do you know what they call us? No. They call us ball earthists. Ball earthists. Yeah. yeah, yeah and uh, one, one of them um, put up a thread, started it with, why do ball earthists deny the existence of water mountains? To which Daniel replied, I'm almost scared to ask, but what's a water mountain? <laughs> well, water mountains are what ships disappear behind in the sea. Ball earthists are just too stupid to recognise them or acknowledge them, so they claim it's evidence of a ball earth. Do you have any evidence of these water mountains? Have you ever seen a ship disappear? Water mountains. <laughs> That's, that's conclusive. Mm. That is conclusive. I'm it's irrefutable. It yeah, I'm no yeah. longer a ball earthist. Yeah, a ballist. Yeah. Mm. Whew, fuck it. I mean, honestly, it's done my head It really has. It's a roller coaster this month. Mm. Let's tr let's chill out. Chill out. Should we chill out? Let's chill yeah. out. Because yeah. um, as I may have mentioned, I've got an album called I Invented Chill Out. Yeah. Um, which I hope uh, the tracks on it prove is actually the case. Mm. Yeah, uh, but we're going to play out with a with a track from it. It's in my own name, which is Andrew Grumbridge on uh, Spotify. I know I've met you. That's right, of course, <laughs> yes. And uh, we're going to play a track called "Hunting for Sun Traps." Nice. And thanks again, gents, for the title. Sometimes we do go out hunting for sun traps. Mm. In spring, we dust off the camping chairs and we go hunting for sun traps. <laughs>
you get the old cloud, but they pass. 